Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of KC Chamber Chats. We are here with the wonderful and fabulous and fun Ralph Canny with Traders of Camden. Welcome, Ralph. Thank you, Amy. Stephen. Yeah, welcome. And, and Amy, I'll go ahead and tell you, it's, it's very important that you say canty. They they like oh, to hear the T. Canty. Did, was I, is that is that right? Was nah, I mumbling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. No no no. no. It, oh. A lot of people it's just can, r- Ralph Canny. Canny. Canny? Yeah, yeah, not like Canty. No. It's more Canty. Canty. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Listeners, well, take note. Or just Ralph. My boot camp drill sergeant used to call me Canny. Canny. Canty. Canny. Everything. Oh. oh that's, yeah, that's not fun. Another reason, probably not really good memories for you. Mm. Right. We, we won't talk about that today. We're here to talk about the business. Business. Yeah. Okay. How 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 is business? It's well, <laughs> boss. Yeah, it's boss. it's good. I mean, we don't have to boss. It's 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 going good. Um, I think I face everything that every independent is facing right now. Um, Which cost, is what? What are the challenges? Cost of business is higher. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. Um, Labor pay, payroll is higher. Everything's higher. But be it utilities, taxes, trying to keep enough people in. Even though I have a great crew right now. But you're going to have to pay a great crew. Yeah. And all yeah. that comes out the bottom line. So it's just trying to find an angle, doing better. And in our business, there's only so many people that need our product. Sure. In well, just in yeah. case people don't know what Traders of Camden is, tell us what it is. Tell what, our what listeners. What do you do? What do yes. you sell? We are a, we are a ABC full package store in a party shop where we sell beer, wine, liquor all of the above right. set up parties wholesale to restaurants we try to do everything we can yeah and you have a couple of locations i do we've got one on broad street in dusty bend right across the street from walgreens and then our east camden store is dead across from la fiesta that's easy to to say yeah. good references yeah. and how long has traders been in business right we were founded as a stock hill corporation in 1955 so this is our 68th year wow my father came in 40 some odd years ago and started buying up all the stock and he had a partner dick dick markley mm-hmm. was in it with him for a couple of years and i came in 20 some odd years ago um and started buying out everything and i worked with dick for a couple of years and then died and then I'm not sure how long ago. It's probably been close to 18, 19 years. We bought out the rest of it. So my father and I were the the first pair sole owners and traders after the history of it. And then a few years ago, I know you wrote up the contract. Um, <laughs> I did. I, be, I became I became the the sole owner of traders. Okay. Um, so what made you decide to do that? I mean, obviously you grew up with your dad i guess um working there and maybe hanging out um in the in the store but what made you decide to do that instead of something else honestly i don't know i think i think i was in my early 20s because my father knew that a 21 year old didn't need to be in our business especially managing you needed to to be calmed down um which i'm grateful of Mm mm-hmm and kind of set apart as kind of my family do is try to try to do their own thing and set apart and mature a little bit before you're handed something like that so i was 
we went to coast carolina i served six years in our guard um in our army guard and did a few other things also was a surveyor for a while when my dad asked me to come in mm-hmm. um and it was it was a fun decision oh good um, why, why do you say that why was it fun i've always uh, it's in me and i think anybody who works for themselves um, especially a, a small independent business has an amount of drive that mm-hmm. they want to do and they want to do good. I don't get up and want to be mediocre. So I push myself harder and harder to do the best I can. And when you're in a business, this has been my observation, uh, is when you're in a business like that too, though, it's, and you have to be, I think, motivated because you've got to be there a lot. I, I, mean, I, I mean, that my place doesn't just run itself. Right. I mean, no, I do, and I think it's really important, especially the community, that that people see me, see me there. They want to talk to me. I want to deal with customers. I want to deal with any other problems, and my base knowledge is is pretty good in it. So, I can I can help out. It's it's just a little more personal touch, and it's it's hard to leave. It's hard to to turn it over to somebody to manage it, and it's hard to I wouldn't say trust, but it's it's a business you have to be in. I'm still six days a week, and I thought it would get easier, and it's not. Well, you're in a highly uh, regulated business. Uh, is that we fair are. to say? Oh yeah, yes, and, we are, and for good reason, of course. Oh, yes. oh yeah, right, great reason. But uh, but but how does you know how does that present just additional challenges to you guys? It, it the state the state has in any times like we were just dealing with the Sunday sales. Right. which us as association, I serve on the state boards, we were basically against it because we've looked at studies in Georgia where it's just going to increase hours. It's just going to increase overhead and more problems with the community. Sure. And I'm in a community. Camden is a place that I love in Kershaw County, and I try to be res- as, as responsible as I can. In our business, you have to have and you have to look at that. Not not being being stringent on minors, being stringent on where you advertise. I don't want, even though I love Camden High, I don't want to be seen as traders in their yearbook. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be out advertising to kids what I do. And you have to you have to walk a thin line because I think we have a responsibility as business owners in our association to how we present our product and how we can control it. And it's your livelihood. I mean, if it, it is. You, you've yeah. got a lot of liability and responsibility. We, we if, right. if if somebody does make a bad decision uh, in your employee, and you know, I mean, that's that that's tough. We that, do, you know. we do. I don't want to be looked at um, as down because I, I probably, and I I can talk to y'all about this in the radio now. It doesn't bother me, but I'm probably one of the only liquor store owners in the state that doesn't drink. So mm-hmm. I look at it from a different angle. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see the responsibility we have to do it right and to do it good. And I know the the pressures that alcohol and the the problems it can cause on families and everything. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be out and open pushing it as much as I can. I'd rather I, – I love this community and I love to support it, but I don't need my name everywhere to support it. So So with that in mind, how do you – kind of distinguish yourself or, or, um, you know, make it so that, and, and I know the answer cause I'm a customer, but <laughs> you know, so that people want to come to you instead of maybe going to the grocery store and buying beer or maybe another liquor store. What is it about traders that, yeah, you know, that it certainly seems unique. like there are a lot of red dots popping up on right. shopping centers and on street corners. And, you know, I don't, it just 
I, there I are. I think see I think, it every day. Almost. I, th- I think I think we're oversaturated right now with what we have. And I tell people, just because you open a store, you don't create new drinkers. You've got a finite. I mean, even though Camden is growing, mm-hmm. you've got a certain number of drinkers in this town. And just because you open up a store, you don't create new drinkers. Right. So we try to set it off with a personal touch, our inventory, and having everything and our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Trying basically trying to set ourselves apart by doing the best we can at every angle. And I push my team real hard, and they they know it. It's all for love. But I'm like, we have to do better. You have to, you have to be polite. You don't want a customer walking out because they had a, a rude conversation with an employee. And mm-hmm. it's just, just a personal touch and friendly friendliness. Yeah, I will share with our listeners that you know I'll go in there and say I'm looking for this, and um, it may just be a great red wine, or it might be a specific red wine and sometimes Ralph is there and can tell me and sometimes the staff is there and can tell me and they're always helpful carrying stuff to the car which I really appreciate and then of course the chamber uses you for our events and we don't even have to tell Ralph what Mm. (laughs) what we Mm. need to order we just say this is how many people and and this is the kind of event that we're doing and he packs it up and we we come and get it, and it's really awesome. You Experience make it matters. so easy. Yeah, and y'all have a y'all have got the gala this Thursday. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looking at the ticket earlier. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, yeah, you want to double check that one. Yeah. Make, right. make sure it's right. Make sure it's right. Uh, no, Ralph. They. Uh, I've always been intrigued by this restaurants. Okay. Do, oh. I think you mentioned that you. And we know you sell to regular individual consumers or for a party or whatnot, mm-hmm. but. To restaurants, what is is there a legal requirement of where they have to buy before they serve? I mean, how, how does that work? There is. Years ago, we were we were set up, and it was there was only so many. Of, most people didn't apply, but it's it's we're called a Class B. So we I have a separate wholesaling license. It's a different license from the state. Uh, different okay. license from the state. It's just a paperwork. Basically, you can fill out your form. It's a little bit easier than it. But used not to every be. liquor store can do that. Not every liquor store can do it, even though a bunch can. I mean, there's we're so regulated that you have to stay on top. And myself, I I'm as legal as I I can be, and I like strive for it because I I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I don't right. want, I don't want to be known as doing it right. So we. We, we wholesale, we've got that set up, and it's it's all the other problems with the Department of Revenue because they found out once they switched restaurants, instead of the taxes being collected from our four main distributors, it's collected from restaurants now. So that's that's a whole lot more burden on me because I know that my restaurants, my bars and everything else are going to be audited basically about every three or four years. So I have to keep paperwork and the mm. whole file of everything they've ever purchased. And it's there's not a lot of money in it, but I I love to do it because I love my local restaurants. I love our independents, and I want right. to do it. As of chains, I don't do many chains like Chili's. That's they're they're getting their stuff from Rick Havacost out of Mickey Fence, who's by far the cheapest in the state. Mm. But he, he doesn't doesn't really have to make money off of that. Mm-hmm. But I I do. I mean, you're you're talking minimum dollars like tens of dollars a week compared to retail directly. Compared to, to retail, to, okay, right. yeah. I'll say right. Wow. Well, and um, I have also experienced the opportunity for you to find me something that I wanted, right? Should we tell listeners about if somebody comes in to your to your store and says, do you have this? And you say, 
no, we don't, but I might be able to get it for you, right? I can, fi- I can find it. And yeah. that's just you, Amy. Yeah. He only does that for you. You're I, the only no, person. No, I know that's not true. Yeah, that's, that's not true. That's one of the tricky parts of our business, the way the wholesalers are set up in the state. And every state has its own right to govern their own liquor laws. North Carolina is government run down here. We're local independent owners. But we have to wait for stuff to get into a South Carolina distributorship, especially wine and liquor are, are really hard with that. We, I cannot buy it from out of state. It would be illegal. I have to wait till it gets to one of my wholesalers that I can find it. And now with computers, it's a lot easier. I can search on a couple sites and figure out if it's in the state with a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. Then I'll certainly bring it in for anybody who yeah. asks. Yeah, awesome. Um, and you have multiple wholesalers who you, who you deal with? Or? I, I do. Only wholesalers, and at least may, mainly on the liquor side, can only carry one product. Let's say that. Absolute doesn't want to be sold with the same company as Tito's. So mm. those two are stretched apart. So I have to buy. This morning, I dealt with eight different liquor salesmen before. Wow. I, I got here. I was I was at work a little bit after seven, dealt with my first wine salesman. And then it's a slew of people buying back and forth and going wow. back and forth, getting how, everything organized. How did on your end, I mean, you might say it didn't affect you at all, but however many years ago it was when state law changed to um, – Get away from mini bottles and restaurants oh, yeah. and serve with the free pour. And that was a huge deal And at the time. Yeah. Of course, South Carolina, shockingly, was the last state to, <laughs> I think, uh, require mini bottles yep. at, at bars and restaurants. But Us and Kentucky and okay. then Plains could use it. South Carolina was one of the, next to the last. Yeah, It was a huge deal. I was involved with that a lot with our association. and mm-hmm. our, our friend Vincent was, was huge on that. Um, and get the state law changed. State yeah. law, basically, when they voted to get, do away with the mini bottles, what we did was change the state's constitution. And then that headed over to the General Assembly for them to write new laws. So it was a fight between us trying to figure out who was going to distribute it, how we were going to do it, and what sizes we could do. Yeah. So it wasn't just a mini bottle. They can still use mini bottles. They can still right. use liters. They can still use 750s, which is weird. Nobody right now is using mini bottles. Right. But they're going to the bigger bottle because you could save money. Say back then when it happened, a mini bottle of Smirnoff cost sixty-one cent. A, f- a free pour ounce and a half of Smirnoff was thirty-two cents. Mm. So it was a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that affected us a lot. We had to switch storage, switch how we buy stuff. And okay. And the state had to figure out at the time how to make sure they got their their, their, their cut, cut out of, of their whatever cut out of it was. So, yeah. all right, well. Talk about another phenomenon in the in the industry that you're in, and that's the um, the craft beer phenomenon. Mm. I mean, that's you know things in the last ten years. I mean, there's a brewery on every corner. Uh, you know, maybe not there, too long before we have one here in Camden. There is. It's it's been it's been happening. We were known for this for a long time, having a lot of European stuff and mm. beers for beers from all over. And then the craft beer started. What happened was we had such a even even the distillation, we had so many high high taxes to open. I think a distiller's license in South Carolina at one point was fifty grand, and that's why Firefly actually wasn't made here. Holy cow! And oh, then, and the beer licenses, and they fought the Irvings fought that to get it down to about five thousand dollars. And that way, we have guys who are great at a Gorget Distillery. They were allowed to open up, and smaller companies were open up allowed to to play with it. And then the beers, the craft beers frenzy just just happened mm-hmm. and i s- 
several people know more than me because that was at the time that I was like, I, that, I can't drink that. <laughs> That's too hoppy. You, you, you're not supposed to tell me I'm supposed to like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it just the volume though. I mean, it, it's you don't have just uh, three or four manufacturers. The, the the ones you see advertising on television nonstop at every sporting event. It's it's just there. Just is so much. Yeah. There I mean, there it's is. Just like, it's I think we have somewhere around 300 different SKUs with beer. Wow. Yeah, and the, the, that's the, unbelievable. The the SKU that's hitting the hardest right now are the the canned seltzers. It's, yeah. Um, high noons in general. High noons actually overtook this past year as the number one growing S, uh, SKU in the country. It overtook Tito's. It trumped Tito's in that category. So it's it's that's, huge. I don't understand it, but it, it's huge. Did you say SKU? SKU. Oh. That's yeah, like the bar, the bar thing on whatever uh, you buy. Yeah. Right? Okay. It the, is. The, sca- Excuse, the, the, num- the number of cases. Imagine the number mm-hmm. of cases mm-hmm. of high noons okay. toppled Tito's. I follow you. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. I learned something. <laughs> I didn't know what. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I thought it was something. Just, right. Some acronym that I didn't know about. No, but. I'm glad you asked, though, because yeah. some of our listeners might, might not know. Um, but I want to ask you about something that's been talked about going back to the state, and that is delivery of um, alcohol. Now, I don't think it has passed, but there's been some conversation about it. I mean, what are your thoughts on it's, that? What do you mean delivery? Like, I can call Ralph right. and order alcohol, and he can have it delivered uh, to my house okay yeah. kind of like doordash for kind of yeah. yeah. could we, we doordash at, at uh, ralph's store yeah huh. but again <clears throat> the law hasn't passed but there's been discussion about so, it yeah there's so many laws to get pushed in our state house and we as association sit down with it every year i've been involved with them for exactly 19 years now yeah and sit on the board and help those guys and we are right now against it Okay. To me, it, it opens up way too many problems. IDing, making yeah. sure there's a responsible party there, payment, right. because charging is actually against the law in South Carolina. And, but, but also with the mini bottle pour, we can deliver to restaurants and bar accounts now. Oh. Now, that's legal now yeah. to a personal private assumption. I, to me, that's scary. That's, yeah. It's not responsible. It, there's not a responsible way to do it right now because if you have Jordash delivering to so an 18-year-old. So that's illegal right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But for, and I'm not talking about you, like like traders delivering. I understand that that might not be legal, but you're saying that a third party couldn't couldn't do that right now. I I, I don't know. I'm I, asking the question. Right like, now, the way the laws are, it's not supposed to happen. Okay. It probably okay. happens, but it's yeah. it's okay. illegal for us to know. I wouldn't know who was DoorDash or not. No, because yeah. you, you ID them. You know, they come. You know, yeah. Amy tries to get a side gig. Um, you know, Chamber has cut her salary let's yeah. let's hope that doesn't happen just as an example and she she goes to your store you're gonna id her of course right yeah. and yeah. she's gonna be barely over so 21 young. yeah she's just so young. barely over 21 and then she could then deliver in theory right i mean she could just, deliver it to somebody and and it would be up to her it would be her liability if she was giving alcohol to some it, underage exactly person. exactly and that's that's what that's what i don't like the entire situation yeah, me, yeah. me as, as, as a person father yeah does this owner i don't i do not like it because the transaction would take place in private and yeah. then it would be less likely for you to prevent 
you know, uh, an illegal right. underage and that's, transaction. And that's responsible adults, I believe, can handle it. But then you throw in a whole basket right. of, of underage drinking and all right. that stuff. And it, to me, it's, it's it gets scary. All right, Amy, yeah. shut down that idea. Well, you need to come up okay. with an alternative plan um, for it's you okay. know, a second job. Ra- Traders is not far from my house, so yeah. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but Patty has given us the signal, and we have talked about a lot of interesting things that I didn't know about in in your business, uh, Ralph. But is there anything else that you want to share with listeners about traders, about um, what you do that that we can um, wrap up with? No, we're just a, a, a long-standing business that's been around for a while, and it's people that care about our community. I myself, I'm, I'm in love with Kershaw County, with Camden itself. It's a place I grew up where I'm raising my family, where I intend to stay. We've been here pre-revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a community that I love that raised me. So I'm just I'm happy to be a part of it in any way I can. Well, we're thankful for your business, for for your family, um, and your service to the community. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming to talk to us. Yeah. Thank you. Enjoyed it, Ralph. It's been great. Appreciate it, y'all. Always good to see you. You as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chamber Chats. This podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, shop Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.